Live from Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Orlando Magic HQ podcast, the voice of Magic fans. Join us every week for a unique fan perspective on all of the latest Magic news and updates. The show starts now. What's up, Magic fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Orlando Magic HQ podcast brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. We're your hosts, Al, myself, Anthony. Today is June 23rd, and we are recording this immediately after the 2023 NBA draft. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about our reactions, man. We, we, were, we were just at the Amway, and we selected our two picks, and we're going to jump right into kind of our thoughts on it. And, um, man, how do I explain this draft? Um, I'm still, if, if I'm being honest, man, I'm so dumbfounded. I feel like dumbfounded is like the appropriate verbiage for what, what this, what this draft is. I, Jeff Waltman has to be like the smartest person in, in the room, man. Like he, he's got to be like the smartest you know, president of basketball operations and the whole entire NBA because he knows something that we don't know. He knows something that nobody in the national media that does mock draft, like he knows something that that we're not privy to because the sixth pick, okay, sixth pick, let, let's start off with that. We selected Anthony Black with the sixth pick. Uh the whole entire arena nobody was shocked nobody was shocked nobody's shocked that we drafted anthony black not one person was shocked i think it was a little bit of a disappointment and not that anthony black is a is is a bad player he's he's a big guard six foot seven playmaking has issues with uh you know shooting the basketball which is a lot of concern that the magic fan base has which is rightfully so Oh, and by the way, we also have Cole Anthony, Markel Folds, and Jalen Suggs. Yeah. So I, I get, I get the frustration, but I feel like Anthony Black is is a player that, you know, I can, I can convince myself. Like, give me a couple of days, I'll, I'll be able to convince myself. But let's get your reaction, Anthony Black. What's the first thing that goes through your mind? I mean, um. So we, we had the, the ability to be all together at Amway. Our whole HQ crew was together. And something we kept saying to each other was, man, all the mocks have Anthony Black going to the Magic. Like, one thing is for sure, nobody ever knows what the Magic is doing. Like, we, we've known that for years now. And for this to be right, that was the biggest shock, number one. Because we are like, wait, what? So everyone knew? That was a big shock, number one. But number two... We've been saying it for the past couple of weeks, like anyone but Anthony Black. That's been our thing. If you go back and watch the past few episodes, that's been our thing. Anyone but Anthony Black. And the reason is non-shooter. He's a guy that it's coming into play against, at the moment at least, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, Markel Fultz for minutes. He's going to be fighting with them. Can they play together? Maybe. I'm not sure how it's all going to play out. But to give you how I felt in the moment is just confused for those two reasons. Everyone had it right, which makes no sense. And number two, how is it all going to play out? In my mind, it's just a little bit confusing at this moment. 
What about you? What were your first initial reactions when you heard the name Anthony Black going to the Magic? Disappointed, man. Everyone was disappointed. I think that once I heard the name, like I, I immediately sat down. Well, I, I kind of messed up, man. I accidentally looked at my phone before the pick, so I, I knew yeah, what the, uh, I said I saw the name like maybe 30, 45 seconds beforehand and say to shock, obviously, uh, because mock drafts, everybody, I'm talking about everybody had the magic in Anthony Black. So immediately I'm just like, man, I can't believe we 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 kind of went with what everyone else thought. You know, it's very unlike the magic. So then in my mind, I'm like, all right, the 11th pick. You know, it's it's going to be something. It's got to be something off. Like now, it's just not going to be Anthony Black and 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 Grady Dick. Like I, I just knew that off the jump, just because we decided to go with Anthony Black. Now, here here's the the thing, the part that's a little frustrating about Anthony Black. This is giving me a lot of Mobamba vibes, like a lot of it. Like I'm getting PTSD. If you remember from Mobamba, the year that we drafted him. We weren't going after Mobamba. Mobamba was who we thought was best player available at that time because Trey Young was already taken by Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? So we were kind of forced to go that route. I feel, I feel like you can't convince me otherwise. I feel like, you know, Asar Thompson was our pick, and because Asar Thompson was taken, we had to go with now Anthony Black, and that's the part that's a little frustrating because we, we weren't able to get who I feel is our guy could be completely wrong, but I feel like we weren't able to get our guy. Now we're settling, right? A little different than number 11, right? With the 11th pick, we selected Jay Howard and we talked about this a few weeks ago, right? We talked about how if Grady Dick is your player, then you draft him to confirm that you got him. We we used um you know Tyler Hero as an example, where the Miami Heat drafted him way before anyone thought that he was going to go right to make sure that they got their guy. And I told myself that I want the Magic to do that. Well, shit, they did it, right? <laughs> but they did it in like the most excessive capacity I could imagine. I Jet Howard's your guy. You guys made that abundantly clear. That's your guy. My frustration with the 11th pick, because I was shocked. You were shocked. Everybody mm-hmm. was shocked. I'm talking about the minute that Jet Howard's name was called, nobody booed. I didn't hear boos. I heard departure. Literally lines of people. I'm talking about immediately. You would have thought that this was a third quarter in the Miami Heat game. Like people were leaving <laughs> the arena immediately. Draft party is over. I'm going home. Nobody was expecting J- Jet Howard to go this early. If this is your guy, this is your guy. Why are we drafting him at 11 when literally everybody has him on their board at 20, 22? 24 he would have been there later on i don't understand that's the part that's frustrating is i don't understand how we're spending weeks and months negotiating talking to other teams trying to find out what other teams are doing what their needs are Mm 
Like, what the hell conversations are we having that we decide to stand pat at 11? Granted, this is what I wanted. I wanted us to use the two picks. Damn it. They gave me what I wanted. But this is not, this is not, this is not the way. Like, this is not, this is not it. Why do we draft Jet Howard at 11? Why did we not trade back to 20? If if the Magic would have traded back and drafted Jet Howard, I'm okay with that. You maximize, you know, your opportunity. I don't feel like we maximize our opportunity. I don't feel like we did it all. So that's the part that's, that's frustrating. Thing. That's the thing, man. I completely agree with you because then that was the same. Our reaction was the same, right? We we knew that Grady Dick was available. That's a guy that again, if you've been listening to our show for months, I mean, you specifically since early January, you've been saying Grady Dick is my guy. And to have him at 11, which we actually never thought he would make it there earlier when we started doing like our mock drafts, our predictions, we did not think he was going to be there. So to have him actually be there. Available, ready to go. We said to each other, if we get Dick at 11, I'm okay with Anthony Black. Because in my mind, we did it backwards. We got Dick at six, we reached, it's okay. But then we got Black at 11. Cool. We, We can make it work in our heads. Now. That's not what happened, as we now know. But I'm shocked still, because once again, as good as Jay Howard may be, he is 6'8", just like Grady Dick. He can shoot it well. Not as well as Grady Dick so far, but he can shoot it well. Good height, good weight for the NBA. He's got potential. I've seen some tape on him. Honestly, before this draft tonight, I didn't even watch any tape on him. I'm going to be 100% honest. But I didn't know he was a scorer. I didn't know he was a good shooter. And I didn't know he has good, good height. He is very similar in, in, in a way to Grady Dick. But he's not a specialist just yet. Grady is a guy that could put him on the court October 30th, opening night, whatever it may be. And he's going to demand the attention of the defender because they know what he can do really well. That is shoot the ball. Jay Howard needs to earn that in the NBA. So... We may look at this the same way we looked at Butt Night a few years back and said, oh, my God, that's the guy we wanted. And instead, we got Franz. And he came back to shock us all. Like, wow, they knew what they were doing. Hopefully, that's the case. But today, January, uh, what is it now? June 22nd, 23rd, we're recording this. It sucks, man. It sucks because the guy that we wanted was right there. And mind you, we're not even talking about the fact that um, Cam Whitmore dropped to 20 to the Rockets. So in our eyes, we were thinking, Kim Whitmore is there, Grady Dick is there, heck, Derek Lively is there if you want to go for a backup big, Jordan Hawkins is there, Keontae George is there. We got plenty of options here. We're going to pick the right guy. And out of nowhere, man, Jed Howard. So to be honest with you, my last thoughts on this, Jed Howard, in my opinion, is a better pick than Anthony Black tonight. That is not to say that he will be a better basketball player in 10 years from now than Anthony Blackwell or a better fit for the Magic long term, however you want to put it. But tonight, I think Jeff Howard is a better fit because he's a shooter. He's a 6A guy that can come in and, and right away help us with a need. Whereas Anthony Black, I'm not seeing it, man. Maybe I'm blind. I hope I'm so wrong about this years from now. But tonight, man, it just doesn't feel like we need Anthony Black. It's confusing to me. I mean, I can, I can convince myself more like I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not disappointed in the players that we drafted. Um, 
I'm I'm more disappointed with where we drafted Jet Howard. Like Anthony Black, that's not sure. who I wanted at six, but that's who that's who we got, right? Uh, the ringer has him showing as, you know, shades of Lonzo Ball, floor general, on-ball defender. Like, we know that he's a great defender. He's a big body. When you look when you look at the identity of the Orlando Magic, you're looking at good character individuals. You're looking at big bodies. You're looking at length. You're looking at, uh, you know, versatility on the defensive end. Like, that's that's the identity that the Orlando Magic wanted to create, right? This is the the epitome of that. You're looking at a six-foot-seven point guard true point guard, playmaker, you know, Markel Fultz, as much as we love Markel Fultz, he's had his injuries. We haven't been able to rely on him since we've had him. We haven't been able to. This was probably his most healthiest season that we've had with him. He missed a big portion of it due to an injury that was non-basketball related, right? We feel confident. Like, I feel confident. Like, you put Anthony Black and you put Markel Fultz in the court right now, Markel Fultz is going to destroy Anthony Black, point blank, period. Right, it's gonna take it's gonna take a minute. Right, the Magic are now gonna have to try to figure out what to do with Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, uh, you know this this whole point guard logjam that we have. Right, um, but again, I I can convince myself on Anthony Black. I can convince myself on Jay Howard. I just don't understand the time the 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 why eleven. That's the part that that bought that I can't figure it out. You know, when you when you talk about Jay Howard, you're you're talking about a player that he he's a shooter. That's what he does. He's a specialist. We've talked about this. Grab best player available with the sixth pick, and then with the eleventh pick, you grab a specialist. Mm-hmm. When we talked about specialists, we talked about Grady Dick. We talked about Jordan Hawkins. Like we talked about these guys, right? Jay Howard was a player that you know we've early on when we started talking about the draft. He was someone that did catch my attention because he was a shooter. Like we're we're talking about a player that you know shot thirty seven percent from behind the three point line off of seven attempts per game. This guy can shoot. Mm-hmm. He can catch and shoot. He can create his own shot. He lacks on the defensive end, and that's where a big part of his opportunity is. Now, post um, you know the the trade deadline, um, Jeff Weltman was discussing how a big part of his season towards the second half of his season, he was injured. Jeff mm-hmm. Howard mentioned today that he was maybe 50% of what he was capable of doing the second part of the season because he wanted you know, to, to play for the Wolverines, play for his dad, play for, you know, his, his collegiate, you know, this is, this is a one and done player. So we weren't able to see that level of play from him that Weltman is hoping we'll be able to see more of in the NBA. He believes in him as, as a three and D type player, even though we weren't able to see those aspects, even when we're looking at the scouting reports, you know, everyone's saying that he he doesn't lack in defense because of effort. The effort's there. It's just the awareness. It's him being flat-footed. It's, it's a whole bunch of different dynamics. But, again, why are we drafting this guy at 11 when you have the national media where you have the ringer having a mock at 24? You have um, ESPN mocked at 20. You have uh, Bleacher Report mocked at 26. Like, why? Dude, you could have waited so much more. Like, Grady Dick wasn't off the board. Hawkins wasn't off the board. 
Keontae George wasn't off the board. Like all these players, like people that were expected to be great shooters, like by you drafting Jet Howard at 11, you are stamping it, stating that this is the best shooter in the draft. Meanwhile, you have Jonathan Wasserman from Bleacher Report saying that he believes that the Magic are going to greatly regret passing on Grady Dick. He gave us an average of a C minus, a grade of a C minus for our draft. I think ESPN gave us a D. Nobody is impressed with our drafting. Now, what nobody, nobody is saying, man, man, the, the Magic, you know, watch out. You need to fear them. Nobody's excited about these draft picks. Not one person. No. And I mean, I think that includes the two of us. Unfortunately, you know, uh, it, it's tough. I was just playing with that too right now. I'm like, all right, let me look and see where he was mocked to be picked. And to your point, Jet Howard in the 20s, pretty much by everyone that I'm seeing right now. And to your point, like, why not trade back? Even with Anthony Black, I kept thinking, hey, maybe we picked him at six for Utah or for Washington. I know they, they really liked him a lot. Maybe we're going to trade back and get Taylor Hendricks, whoever it may be. Um, no, that didn't really happen. And the Magic were quick to be in a, in a media press conference right after, which basically guarantees that they're Confirms done for the night. That's, yep. a, that's confirmed. Um, it's a tough pill to swallow. And again, I'm going to say this on the record. We're being recorded right now. This will be on YouTube tomorrow morning. I truly hope that we look back at this draft and we are we, people laugh at us. They, they call us fools, that we're wrong. Listen, I'll be the first one to admit it. I hope that that is the case. It's just really, really tough tonight again to, to go to sleep thinking, man, the guy we wanted, the guy that I think everyone in the world that has to do with basketball and draft and had us taking Grady Dick for a reason. We need spacing. And again, Jed Howard can do some of it. But to your point, he's not a specialist today. He's not a guy that you can play in preseason and game one next to Franz and Paolo and will help create that, that, that draft to the basket, that spacing that we need. Grady Dick can do that from day one. Jay Howard, again, he's going to have to earn that at the NBA level because, again, he, he shot it fairly well from three-point range in college. Maybe he was hurt. Um, I can see why. Again, he's, he's a great prospect. I saw some tape on him after I got home, and he looks good. At 6'8", he moves really well. But, man, um, for tonight, it is a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, and then we talk about the 36th pick, second round. I know the magic. We don't like our second round picks. I get it. But damn it, man. We got two two way spots. It's it's so we end up trading our 36 pick to the Milwaukee Bucks for cash considerations and then a future 2030 <sighs> second round pick, man. It's 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 I don't I don't I don't understand. Like, OK, here's an idea. Crazy idea. I'm throw out there. Um, you draft a second round pick. You develop him in the Osceola Magic. You develop him enough to where he's able to contribute to the Orlando Magic. And then, I don't know, man, create value, assets, trade him. The Miami Heat does this. They That's what they do. Like, they, they, they draft, they develop, and then... It helps out the team, and then they end up trading them for, you know, getting more. It's 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 an ongoing. I, I bro, I I got I got nothing. Meanwhile, you got, you know, a player like Amani Bates that gets drafted by the Cavs at 
at 49. Like, mm-hmm. tell you what, you know what sucks to your point right now is that these are quality second round picks that we're trading year after year after year. It's not like we're trading the 49th, the 48th. We're trading the 36th, the 34th, 32nd. Like, these are quality players available to you. To your point, you can develop them. They can be the 16th, the whatever, the 15th man in the bench, whatever it may be. But there's some potential there still. You're not drafting towards the end of the draft. There were guys in the second round that we could have taken a flyer at and said, hey, let's put you in summer league. Let's put you in Lakeland, whatever it is now, Osceola. See what happens with you next year, over the next couple of years. Give it a shot. But man, to just trade it for cash and a future pick in 2030, seven out of 11 second round picks have been traded for future second and cash considerations by our front office since they took over. So pretty much we're not using second round picks by any means. Um, it sucks when you strike out on guys like Mo Bamba, you strike out on guys so far, Chuma not looking the best. Um, RJ Hampton, you lost him for nothing. Terrence Ross, you lost him for nothing. That's a lot of assets, man, that you're kind of just throwing into the sidelines and saying, hey, it is what it is. At some point, that may come back to bite us in the ass one day when we just look back and say, man, we had so many chances to draft someone decent in the second round. Instead, we just kicked it back to, to, to the future. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, so here, here's... Um, here, <laughs> here's the thing. So the, the great thing is that Paolo Bancaro is, is excited you know, he he tweeted that he sees the vision, right? You're looking at six seven point guard, Jay Howard six foot eight, you know, six ten Franz Wagner, like you the six ten Paolo Bancaro, six nine, six ten Wendell Carter Jr. Like it's 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 a big basketball team. I like that. I like the fact that we still went, you know, with the with with a big specialist. Um we we just gotta see how how it plays out, man. And and I don't think that there there's you can watch as much tape as you want on these guys, and you can try to convince yourself. But we're really not gonna know until we actually see them in action. And I think that you know Vegas is is gonna be um, the summer league is gonna be a a, a good step forward um, as an indicator. Um, but I think that we're we're really gonna see their value with how they play alongside you know Paulo and Franz. Because now you're drafting these players with the idea that now this is a part of your future. This is your core. These are players that you're drafting specifically because um, you believe that they'll work well with your star players now. And and just to kind of touch base on it, because you, you had mentioned it earlier, um, you know, when we drafted Jalen Suggs and Franz, like people were disappointed with the Franz pick, but it didn't really bother people like that just because you were still so hyped about Jalen Suggs. And I feel like there was just none, there was no, no element like that. Um, you know, with, with this, with this pick and shout out to Hancho hoops that, you know, they, he, he posted this on, on social media, the social media that I thought was at least pretty clever. Um, but Jet Howard, um, fun fact on him is that he's playing Carmelo Anthony in the new movie Rising Stars, um, where he plays Carmelo Anthony, and they have LeBron James in there, and story about him in high school, whatever the case may be. So, just a little fun, fun nugget there. But um, we'll we'll see what happens, man. Uh, again, you said it earlier. I hope that we are proven super wrong. I I hope that people look at us 
I hope that we we all look in the mirror the exact same way that we look at Franz and 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 we're we're saying, damn, we 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 were off on that. Nobody was on that train. So for those of you that are super high on Anthony Black and that's your pick, that's your guy. You don't believe in the point guards that we have. Kudos to you, man. Congratulations. This is a draft for you. And for any of you that are a big diehard Jet Howard fan, um, kudos to you. We've added another Michigan Wolverine to the Orlando Magic. Jeff Wellman actually, um, you know, touched base on that in his in his post interview. Um, they asked him if there was any connection with how many you know Wolverines that we have on this team, and he he kind of just brushed it off as as it being just a, a coincidence, which I don't believe not for a second. If you believe that there is no coincidence that it just so happens that we could potentially have four Wolverines on this team, just depending on what we do with Mo uh, Mo Wagner, you're absolutely nuts. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that at all. Zero. There's zero of that that I buy. That there's definitely got to be something in there. Something, man. Because again, it doesn't just happen by by luck. That's my opinion. Um, I got to ask you though. So I know we don't, don't want to keep this too long today. It's more of a reaction to what just. But we witnessed tonight. But two things. Um, number one, really quickly, what grade do you give this draft tonight? As we just we're, we're swallowing this pill, it is what it is. What is your grade? And number two, what do you think today's decisions mean for next week? So don't forget if you're listening or watching us on YouTube, next week's a big week again. Friday, 6 p.m. next week, free agency starts. So we're going to be doing this all over again. We'll be looking at what the Magic do in free agency, who gets uh, to stay with the team. I think next Thursday is a deadline to, to decide on Ball Ball, uh, Gary Harris. Uh, so we'll have some news coming to our next episode next week. But for now, number one, great. And number two, what does today's move mean for next week in your eyes? Yeah, so to be clear, I'm not upset with the talent and the skills of the players. I'm not. Um, I'm upset that we have a log jam with Cole Anthony and Suggs and Markel Foles, who are players that I absolutely still believe in. And Anthony Black does not make sense when we have those guys. Um, and I'm upset and annoyed and frustrated that we selected Jet Howard at 11 when we talked about so many different times. Um, and they talked about that they looked at moving all across the board in the draft. With that being said, because we drafted Jay Howard so much earlier than what he would have gone, and you can't tell me any different, I would give us a grade of a D plus. D plus is what I would give it. At the end of the day, you're still adding. You're, you you accomplish what the goal was. Best player available, specialist. We got the best player available, and again, your definition of best player available is different than my definition of best player available. And then you got yourself a, a specialist that just so happens to be six foot eight. So if if that's if that's the conversation and, and this is this is kind of the way that I, I I kind of feel like drafting should go, right? When they're when they're having discussions in regards to, you know, who are we looking at, uh, what players would fit best with with this player, that player. You would imagine that they don't they don't even talk about players first. They talked about characteristics. Like what characteristics do you want in player player A, player B, and that you feel would help, you know, raise the team that we have. And I feel as if they they said everything that they wanted in a player. 
And then when they look at those characteristics with the players that they brought in for workouts and the interviews, that these are the names that fit most with those characteristics. And and that's just how I'm I'm kind of convincing myself as to the reason why we ended up selecting that the players that we we selecting. Now, in terms of moving forward, what do we do next? We, you got to find out what you're going to end up doing with Gary Harris. You got to find out what you're going to end up doing with Cole Anthony and and um, you know Jalen Suggs. Cole Anthony already on social media. He uh, he sent out a tweet welcoming Anthony Black to the team. He literally says, "Welcome to the team, bro." Um, if I'm Cole Anthony, that's great. You know, great team player, man. Glad that you're welcoming me, welcoming welcoming them into the team. That's that's awesome. That's great. But if I'm Cole Anthony, I'm pissed off. Simple as that. Like I, I would feel if I'm him, I would feel like the team doesn't believe in me. You're already, you already lost the starting spot to Markel Fultz. You know, people are calling you the the sixth man. You're, you're the one over here talking about, you know, in these press conferences that you should be starting, and that you know you do what's best for the team. And now you're bringing in a point guard that's a lot bigger. Like I, I don't I don't know, man. Like to me, if if I'm Cole Anthony, it just that that just doesn't sit right with me fully. And now it's just a matter of of competing, man. So we'll see what they end let's see what they end up doing. Now, my question to you then is because this was a debate that we saw, not even a debate, a report. I, I can't remember if it was Jake Fisher from Yahoo Sports or if it was whoever. Um, but you know, the the report was somewhere along the lines of, you know. The magic considering on moving on from one of the two between Cole Anthony and, and Jalen Suggs. So my question to you is now that we have Anthony Black, if you had to choose between Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs, who are you most likely to part ways with? Man, it's a tough choice. Because I think the fan base, myself included, um, we don't want to see those guys go. I think we 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 saw plenty of growth from both of them last year. Um, so it would kind of suck to give up on them this early. And let me be clear, I don't think the Magic will. I think they're they're going to go into next season and figure it out with all these wings that they now have. Um, I don't think that Gary Harris may stick around unless he wants to continue to be like that new Terrence Ross and just kind of sit on the bench and watch his young guys develop and he just be the vet in the locker room. But I don't know if he wants that. Um, but to answer your question, if anything, I think to your point, Cole Anthony may be that, that odd man out just because... He's got a contract extension coming up. Um, maybe he is not happy about not being a starter, and he wants a new a new place to go and give it a shot. That may be it. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But I think he would be the one that, in my case, in my opinion, will be at risk right now of getting traded. Um, to to answer what I asked you too regarding the, the grades for the draft, I would say I would agree with you. I think a D. Is what I would give this draft at this moment. Again, I hope I look back at this and laugh at both myself and at you and say, man, we were so wrong. But again, tonight, it feels like a D. I don't see a lot of upside right now in this draft. Some talented players just don't see the fit right away with this team. Um, but one thing is for sure, when you look at the roster, which we tweeted it out, like what the, what the magic roster looks like right now, the free agents that, that we have to make decisions on next week, we don't have a backup center right now. And a move that I would really, really enjoy, and I wouldn't mind overpaying this guy, we talked about earlier in, in the in the offseason, Brooke Lopez. You have not really quite addressed shooting just yet. You need more vets. 
And you need a guy that likes Orlando, that lives in Orlando out of all things. Uh, Brooke Lopez fits that bill. Uh, he's a shooter, big guy, can rebound, can block shots, can be a great vet in the locker room. If you need to, to again, to make me feel better about what we got going on, you add him to this roster as a backup to Wendell Carter, things look a lot better. Is that going to happen? Probably not. But I think we have to address the backup big right now, and we have to find some shooting, man. I don't, I don't think we have done enough just yet for me to be satisfied heading into next season with what we got. I mean, listen, this, this is our, our knee-jerk reaction to, <laughs> to these draft picks. Um, I, I honestly, man, I, my feelings right now from the time that, you know, the draft happened and that was like, what, maybe four or five hours ago, it's, it's, it's 1230 in the morning right now while we're recording this, I feel like someone kicked my dog, man. And there's nothing that I can do about it. It's, that's what I feel like. I'm hoping that tomorrow there's more of a positive energy. I'm going to, I'm going to do some research. Not tonight. I'm probably going to do some additional research tomorrow. I'm going to convince myself to feel good about this pick because at the end of the day, these guys are now you know, part of our franchise or part of our future. Um, you know, the minute that these guys start playing, it doesn't matter where they're drafted, right? The the six pick, 11 pick, that all goes away, right? Unless you're the number one pick and you're Paul McHale and you win rookie of the year. Besides that, and none of that matters anymore. They're, they're a part of our team. And now it's, it's, it's our job to, to root for these, these guys and root for their success. Um, but we definitely want to hear your reactions and, and, and your thoughts on these picks. So, um, man, if you're on YouTube, leave us a comment. If you're not on YouTube, uh, you know, make sure you reach out to us, send us a DM, tell us your thoughts on it. Um, I know our guys, um, you know, Stanley and Bryce, they're going to be doing a live spaces tomorrow, um, which is today. If you guys are hearing this, um, uh, June 23rd on Friday. So man, be on the lookout for that. And, uh, man, just, just, embrace embrace the moment man we we're adding two young additional pieces um to this team and no matter what your thoughts are on this pick you know there there's uh, the words that we said before the draft that you know we've heard repeatedly uh from across the fan base is i don't care who we draft i trust this front office and i feel like this is the ultimate test on if we really do trust the front office because they went against the grain. They had to have known that when they made these picks, like, man, the fan base aren't going to like this. Like, they, they, let's, let's be honest. Whether they care or they don't care, whatever the case may be, there had to be a moment of where they say, man, this is, this is reaching. Jay Howard 11 is, is reaching, but that's our guy. That's who we like. You know, we feel like he can bring more. And we're, we're going to find out, man. Very, very shortly, we're going to find out if – you know, they're, they're geniuses. Jeff Wellman has to be a genius because nobody else thought about picking Jeff Howard as early as we did. It's, uh, He's the only one. Nobody else. Just it's going to be a, it's going to be a couple of weeks before summer league. And we'll, we'll get our first look at these guys playing together and kind of what they look like in, in a magic uniform. Um, but to your point, man, it's going to, we got to keep trusting the process of what we're doing. They've done fairly well as of late, so I put all my trust in them. Um, but, man, tonight would have ended so much better if we would have said, Grady Dick, it's not Orlando Magic, like, like we've been wanting for the last few months. Uh, but, hey. But it's, instead, it's, instead, Grady Dick is a Toronto Raptor, and he's all hyped because Drake started following him on Instagram. So 
there's there's, there's that. that man good good luck with that good crazy. luck crazy yeah i mean so ne- next up is you know the press conference so they'll they'll fly them into orlando they'll do their um their media and press conference so i'm i'm now looking forward to seeing you know kind of their their perspective their thoughts and and get a little more details and information from the magic front office and in terms of you know what what stood out to them the most and why they decided to reach so high at 11 for jet howard i still can't believe him man yet he would have <laughs> been there at 20 minutes it's part of the judgment crazy anyways on that note it's extremely late man it's time for us to go to bed i appreciate you guys for listening um whether or not again you guys like this draft or not this was an exciting day in orlando magic basketball history see what i did there all right anyways <laughs> on the next i uh, appreciate you guys for listening take care see you guys next week for all the latest magic news and updates visit orlandomagichq.com and follow us on instagram at orlando magic hq and on twitter at omagichq also remember to subscribe to our youtube channel and subscribe and leave a five-star review on your favorite listening platform